Welcome back. Episode 11. It's playoff season. It is. We got some playoffs right behind us, baby. For the first time, we got a playoff game behind us. First episode of the playoff season for our winter teams. Game two with the Celtics. Celtics-Bucks. Up so far by seven points. First quarter. Late first quarter. Yeah, 25-17. Yabuselli getting some some minutes already. Team high plus five. Nice. I love that plus minus. Yep. Those you gotta love, stats. You gotta love yep. Al walking up the court too. He just had a nice, uh, he had a nice steal and dunk a couple minutes ago. I can't, I can't really talk too much about Al. He had a, he, had a he good... was, hey, he was great in game one. Yep. Now the question is, can he be consistent with it? Because that's always the question with him. It is. It so, is. so we'll see how we can uh, ride out the rest of the playoffs. Hell yeah! Let's um, but we well, got let's, the, well, what, let's start with the Celtics. We got the we Celtics might as well right start here. The, yeah, we got him on. You know, let's uh, start with the C's. They're up one zero. Game one, yep. wild overtime win. Ridiculous shot at the end of, well, yeah. ridiculous shot two. by Terry. Yeah, two ridiculous it. shots. Or to, not not to tie it, to take the lead by three, and then they tied it up with that. What know, a step back. That unbelievable. Was, that was wild. He put Bledsoe on skates. He did, he did. <laughs> I don't know where Bledsoe was going on that play. But, oh, that was. But then that shot by uh, Middleton to tie it, I thought, I mean, it's being a little nitpicky. There was only a half a second left, but Jalen should have got out on him more. Just getting his face, at least. Yeah, I mean, you can't follow him there. <laughs> you can't follow him. But it, I and I said the same. I was thinking the same thing. You know, said you know at least get a little more of it. Right. I'm pretty sure Brad at least put a little pressure on him. You know, pretty sure Brad was saying that to him too. Maybe not yeah. in those words. Maybe not. But uh, but they got the job done. They in did overtime. They pretty did. exciting game one. Yeah, it was definitely uh. It was definitely exciting. Definitely, you know, back and forth. I mean, Terry Rozier with a big game. We set Al with a big game. Marcus Morris with a big game. Yep. Really, all the key guys had big games. Uh, you know, Al, Rozier, um, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, yep. and Marcus Morris. I mean, those are your best players right there, and they all went off. Yeah, so. exactly. Crazy how we went from, from the beginning of the year. I know. Our best players, you know, being Kyrie <laughs> and yeah. Gordon Haywood. Now, now, we're, now we're counting on Terry Rozier and those guys to lead us. Yeah, but hey, they, so far through one game, so far, they did so it. Good. You know, and they're doing it right now. And it's a confident team, you know. Milwaukee's a decent squad. Yeah, um, half decent. Half decent. Giannis, I think, is a little bit overrated at this point in his career. I think he will be great, but I don't think he's as good as people make him out to be right now. He's still he's still raw. He's raw. Still very raw. Very. I feel like he's. And you heard me lanky. say before he can't shoot, and then he hit a he buried a shot. But the reason I said that is because I'm looking at the numbers right here. He shot 71 percent right underneath the hoop, and then anywhere outside of that, he's like 37 percent from the free throw line, 28 percent from three, 33 percent from you know just inside the three point line from the right wing, left wing. So he's. Sixteen point seven percent from the corner. Not a good shooter. Get but, him in the corner. But the majority of his field goals come from right under the hoop. Yeah. He's really good at getting getting to the basket. So that's his strong suit, obviously. Yeah, I mean he is, and he's lengthy. He's yeah, well, you know he's he's, he's, he's got like, all the. He's a freak. Yeah, for someone his size to be able to handle the ball like him is crazy. Yeah, exactly. It looks weird seeing him handle the ball, but he yeah. he's he gets it under control. You know. He, uh, he does. The Greek geek. I call him the Greek geek. 
Not the Greek freak? Nah, fuck that. He's a Greek geek. <laughs> All right. Why is he a geek? Or the Greek squeak. The Greek squeak? Yeah. Okay. Because we're playing him right now. Yeah, true. So we don't like him. Yeah, so I got to hate him. Yeah. So I'm making fun of him. I don't like him. He's a geek. Got ejected at the end of the last game. Yeah. Well, fouled out or ejected? Fouled out. Not ejected. He fouled out. So he was... He was whining about it, too. Yeah, he was whining about it, but that was a makeup call. Yeah. Deserved it. He deserved it. Get the hell off the court, will you? Seriously. But I can't believe, speaking of, um, we we have Terry Rozier. I can't believe Jason Terry's still playing. I know. I thought he was washed up when he was with us. I thought he was going to. sucked that year. Thought he was going to be in the big three by now. Yeah, right? Ooh, Monroe. Greg Monroe. Let's go. Up by eight now. Up by eight with two and a half minutes left in the first quarter. Um. They got uh, Morris out there, Horford. They got a pretty big lineup out there right now. They do. Going big. So I don't, I don't mind it. Um, Aaron Baines started again tonight. And it's funny because I mentioned this last week, how Stevens, like his starting lineups don't really matter because if you're not playing well, he'll just take you out. Yep. Like Baines started last game and only got, let me look at the uh, the numbers here, but he only got what? A few minutes, and then Morris came in and took over all the minutes, pretty much. So, yeah, uh, Baines had no points, three rebounds, 14 minutes. What was he on the plus-minus there? I don't, I don't have the plus-minus in front of me right now, but not probably not too good. The uh, the the thing but that... Then, uh, Morris, 21-7, and seven, off yeah. the bench. Yeah. And they put him, they have him coming off the bench again tonight. So obviously they like the way that they like him. I mean, you got to have a great player on your bench. Yeah, that's exactly. like, and he's yeah. like I said last week. He's that dog, man. Oh, man. He's that dog. He's I love he's it. Become a fan favorite around here. People yep. love him. I'm getting. I need that jersey. <laughs> yeah. Anyone listening? You know, he's a Boston. He's a Boston guy for sure. If you're he's looking, the, if you're looking for, uh, you know, if you're looking around the store and you see a Marcus Morris hey, jersey, don't forget about me. If you enjoy our podcast so much that you want to give a donation. Yeah, I'll definitely accept the Marcus Morris donation. There we go. Jersey donation. I'll take a Rosier jersey while you're at it. <laughs> uh, speaking of Rosier, I do want to say at the beginning. Beginning of, the game, of last game? He was Not shaky. so good. Not so good. He was turning the ball over. Not as bad as uh, Shane Larkin. No. Shane Larkin uh, at one point had, what, turnovers in three straight possessions or something like that in the first quarter. Eesh. He was racking up the turnovers. Um, I haven't seen him out there tonight yet. I don't think. Oh, what a save! Nice, Morris. I thought he was on the line, to be honest. Morris. Uh, yeah, I haven't seen Larkin out there yet tonight. That's no. probably because of how bad he was last game. And I know Stevens is a fan of him because the effort he gives on defense. He's a good shooter, three point shooter. Yeah, but he wasn't smart with the ball last game, and like you said, Rozier was shaky at first too. Yeah, I mean, he obviously he turned it on. He, ended he turned up with, it on, ended he, up with some clutch buckets. Yeah, what did he end up with? Like twenty something, twenty three. Yeah, see, he he had that three to tie it at the end. And he had another three in overtime. Yep, or not to tie it to go up by three. I keep saying tie it because they went to overtime, but I forget about the the crazy shot. That was I. <laughs> I didn't think he got it off when he first I know. shot. It. it was unbelievable. Yeah. Half a second. I thought he just like. I thought he literally took too long, jump like setting himself yeah, up. Yeah, when you got half a second, you got to catch and release right away. Yeah, and I, <laughs> he like, must have. He was he was quick. He was. Obviously, he got it. Man, if they lost that game in overtime, 
Oh, that would have been. Ugh. We would still be talking about, people would still be talking about that shot. And people would be talking about that shot for a while. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. If, we, if Rozier only had a two. Yep. You know, if we were only up two, different yep. game. God's rocking tonight. Garden's rocking. Off to a good start. Up 10 now. Get yep. to the end of the uh, first quarter. Giannis at the line. Squeak. <laughs> the Greek squeak. Yep. As Easty likes to call him. Oh, there, the he there he is. Squeaking from that, the line. That great shooting form we were just talking about. Yep. So, uh, you know, I think, uh, oh, we didn't even talk about Marcus Smart saying he's he, if there's a game seven, he's good. That's big. He, he's in. That's big. Um, he said he's 100%. It's 100% healed, so he probably just wants to get back in game shape, really. Yeah. I'm sure he's been running and everything. It's only his hand. But, right. But, you know, probably going to get back into his shooting rhythm. <laughs> <laughs> Not much of a shooting rhythm there, but. Well, you never know. He has his moments. Yeah, he could, you know? he could have a game where he goes off and it's eight threes. And he's well rested, <laughs> man. He's well rested. He is. He's gonna be. He's gonna be. Not key. that he needs it. I mean, he's a ball of energy to begin with. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I mean, you know, he's he's gonna be big. We come back. I don't know. I don't think this series going seven games. No. No. I don't think so either. Actually, I'm thinking Celtics in five. I'm I'm thinking five or six. I think. I mean, once you get past Giannis, you, they're they're not right. You can you can shut that team down. Javari Pocket can have his games. And like I said, I'm not but, that impressed with Giannis. I mean, he's a great player, but not to the point where he's going to take over a series and win it by yeah, himself. You know, exactly. Yeah, so he's not at that level yet. Might take over a game or two. Right. But the Celtics. He's not carrying his team to a to. There's the your boy, round. Shane Locken. Oh, Locken the Baines. Locken is in, and he's oh he had a look there. He did. He's got Jason Terry on him. He should should be trying to score. Ooh! Oh! Goal 10. Goal That's 10. Goal 10. Call that. Nice. Yeah. Anyone who has Jason Terry on him should be looking to go to the bucket. The guy's ancient. <laughs> the Jet. The, the jet, jet ain't so Jet anymore. No, I thought he was done when he was with us. He sucked. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I really did think he was in the big three. Yeah. I figured he would have been one of those guys went right over. Yeah. Speaking of big three guys, didn't someone sign? Did we sign the... Did we sign the guy from the big three? Ooh. Larkin almost hit a full-court shot. Um, from who? Did we sign the guy from the big three to the 10-day contract? That's who we signed, right? Did we? Oh, we were talking about that a few weeks ago. Yeah. The guy who's fucking trash. I yeah. looked up his numbers, and he was, like, terrible. Yeah, well, he, he obviously didn't he make didn't, the Yeah, he didn't make the roster. <laughs> I don't think he made it after those 10 days. Neither did Anthony Bennett from the uh, main red claws I was uh, talking about. Yep. The guy the Cavs drafted first overall a few years ago. Yep. Yeah. He's still doing his thing in the, the G League. Speaking of the G League, did you see that guy in the Lakers? Oh, the guy that came up? What yeah, he, Andre Ingram. Yeah, what did he do? He was 32 years old. He had been in the G League for 10, 10 years. years. Made his NBA debut. Dropped 19 points. Nice. It's pretty cool. Cool story. Yeah. Fuck the Lakers. Yeah, fuck the Lakers, but it was a cool story. They didn't make the playoffs anyway, so. Sometimes you got to let those old guys get their shine once in a while. Exactly. He looked older than 32, too. He had gray hair. <laughs> G League takes a lot of years yeah, out of you. It does. A lot of bus rides. It does. <laughs> Doing that and working another job and trying to support a family. Yep. They don't. They don't pay a lot in the G League. I don't know what the what they pay, but I know it's it's not enough to make a living off of. Yeah. Probably yeah. just. But uh, good. So I mean, more even more props to him for sticking with it. Hell yeah. Just loving the game. 
It's all about the love of the game. Hell yeah. We uh we do got another. We we're gonna start on the Bruins, but being that the Celtics were on, obviously, yep, jumped right into the Celtics. But we also have the Bruins. We got the Bruins up two games to one. Yep, lost last night. Kicked some ass in Boston in the first two games. Yeah, really they kicked some ass. Re- I mean, nobody expected them to to dominate like that in those two games. No, that which was is why it's not surprising that Toronto came out with something to prove last night. Yep. Definitely. They in mean, their own building, they've been embarrassed two straight games. They looked like the Toronto team that, that beat us yep. three out of four games this year. Yeah. Um, I'm still feeling good about the series. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I said... B, I say B's in seven. I said six. I'm, I'm going still, seven. I'm sticking six. I almost... I was... I mean, if I they won... I wouldn't be surprised if it went six. If they won last night, I was ready to... I was already ready Sweet. for the next... Yeah, I was... <laughs> I was getting my broom. You know, I was, I was, I got a little ahead of myself after game two, and I was talking sweet. But then I, I came back to earth, and I was like, you know what? Toronto's in their own building. They're pissed off. Like this yeah. is going to be a tough one to win. Babcock, Mike Babcock made adjustments. He did. He uh, switched up the second line a little bit, and that worked. Um, also, Austin Matthews didn't. Yep. He was awful in those first two games. Bounced yeah, back last night. He was aggressive. Yep. What do you have a goal and assist? Something like that. Something like that. Um, yeah, he was he was lost in the first two games. You see, you know the goal by Pasternak when he went through his legs and the backhand. Yeah, yeah, you could see Matthews in that clip, kind of just skating by him, watching the play, like not even getting involved in it, like he was just a spectator. Like he, he got his shit together last night. I mean, maybe some, you know, sometimes that playoff already coming to Boston. Yeah, you know, you come into the garden when the garden's rocking. Oh yeah, hell yeah, a little shell shock. That's why the fans are there. That's why we scream. Fuck yeah, That's why we scream our asses off so we can get in their head. I it love works. it. It works sometimes. Yep, that's why yeah. it's home court advantage, home ice advantage. Yep. The um, the first line last night kind of they didn't disappear. Obviously, Pasta had a couple. Well, they weren't as dominant as they've been. No. They Pasta had a couple, um, had a couple good looks. You know, he yeah. had a couple posts. Yeah, uh, he should have buried at least one of those. Yeah, well, one of them, um, Anderson, Anderson, <laughs> Anderson's mother. Uh, and you seen that? No, oh, I don't even geez. know what you're referencing. <laughs> Nikki Knuckles. You'll have to look it up. All right. Um, but uh, so Anderson made a. A wild save on the pasta. Um, yeah. Was that when he was falling down and he just reached up? Yeah, yeah, that one was ridiculous. You know, that's a, uh, I don't know. I think he, he got lucky on a few of those last night. We also did the the goals that he let in. They, that Charo goal was, oh, my God, that was nasty. Yeah. But, and he, you know, he was, he was figuring he, I mean, I didn't think he was going to be able to make it from that angle. No, I didn't either. Jesus. That was impressive. That was real, you know, top left corner, right on the same side he's on. Yeah. Ooh. But speaking of pasta, those first two games, he was dynamite. Oh, yeah, he was on. He was, he was going to break records. Yeah, he, he had, had uh, like nine points or something. He had six points in game two. Yep. I'm looking at he it right now. He had a hat trick and three assists. Yeah, a hat trick and three assists. Like, get out of here, man. That's unbelievable. And, uh, yeah, game one, he had. He had a. Goal and two assists. He had a goal and two. Yeah, so three points in that game. So nine points through the first two games yeah. for Pasta. So we can thank him for those blowout wins. Yeah. I mean, geez, he's kids on fire. Him and, Damn. I mean, Marshawn was playing well in the first two games. Yeah. Um, 
Bergeron, you know, but they they kind of got held. They Toronto did what they had to do to help keep him in check, you know. Yeah. Like I said, Pasta did have a couple open looks. He probably should have he should have buried at least one or two right. of them. But we can't get on too much after those first two games. Yeah, when your top two scorers for the game are Chara and McQuaid. Yeah, I don't know. It usually doesn't that's bode not, well. Yeah, that's not good. Man, Pasta's still twenty one years old. That's crazy. He's yeah. still got a lot of room to grow. Maybe we see. Uh, I mean, Donato was a DNP last night, healthy scratch. Yeah. And uh, what do you think about that? Uh, I'm pretty sure he was for game one, too. He was. Um, you know, it's just kind of it's Cassidy rotating guys around, I think. Yeah. Because um, it's kind of difficult to have a slot with him with everyone healthy right now. Like, you That's got true. Nash, both Nashes, Riley Nash and Rick Nash. Yeah. Riley Nash center in the third line. Rick Nash back on that second line. You know? Right. Um, which, speaking of Rick Nash, has not... He's been very aggressive. I like. I like. He's been playing hot. He don't look like someone that crawls up and goes away in the postseason. That's good. You know, like like his past might indicate that. Right. He, but at the same time, um, he was lead. He was the leader on those teams. Exactly. Maybe he's not fit for a leader role. Like on this team, he's kind of more. more he's of a role second player. line. Yeah. You know, he's exactly a role player. He. Maybe this is where he's, he's comfortable, you know? Yeah. Um, um, he, he might not be, you know, skilled enough to be a leader anymore. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, definitely <laughs> well, not. Well, he's definitely too. not, but um, he's getting Either way. There. But I still think it was a good pickup. I do wish, uh, oh, definitely. He's he's a grinder. Yeah. Uh, but Donato not playing, I'd say uh, being a healthy scratch, you know, it's just – it's hard. It is. It's hard to fit. Shane Larkin taking a big charge on Giannis. Nice. No, no. They called off. They... Are you shitting me? They called. They called the block. That's bullshit. Wow. Giannis coming full force down the court. Larkin had his position. Took the charge. Superstar call. That's what that is. That's what they call those. Yep. Um. So, back to Donato. Mm-hmm. Ryan Donato not playing. You know, it is hard to get him in, especially. You're going to you're gonna have to figure out. You're going to have to get him on a wing or something. Ball don't lie, by the way. He missed the free throw. Ball don't lie. <laughs> Shout out to Rasheed Wallace. Yep. <laughs> Shout out to Sheed. That, you know, Marcus Morris kind of got some Sheed in him. He does. That's exactly what it is. Now that you mentioned that, man, he's, he definitely has some Sheed in him. He is. Attitude-wise, yep. they're like the same person. I can't wait till he starts yelling ball don't lie. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we he already, get he him already on slapped that. a ref on the ass. That's something Sheed would do. Yep, for sure. <laughs> so, anyways. Donato. Yes, Donato. You're going to have to fit him in on a yep. Unless if Riley Nash, you know, if he played all right yesterday. He got to play better. They all got to play better. But, yep. um, you know, I think he's more destined for a wing on this in this playoff run. I would like to see him back out there on a, on one of the wings. I mean, it's but it's tough to fit him in. Krejci, you got Krejci yeah. on the second line. You got back. It's like who do you? You got Heinen. Take out. <laughs> you, exactly. I got a Chari. You got. We're loaded with talent. Yeah, we got a lot of forwards, <laughs> a lot of young guys, a lot of fast guys. And Jesus, Donato's. I don't know though. He's he hot. It's hard to keep him out of the lineup. 
I want to yeah. get him in there. I mean, when you consider how well he played with exactly right after they called him up, like he was ready right away. Yeah. So it kind of sucks that they're not playing him more, but his time will come too. Will. You know, it'll come. And when it comes, he will shine. He, we've seen it already. Yep, exactly. We got game four. Game four on Thursday. Yep, back up in Toronto. Yep. Um, what do you think about Tuca's performance last night? I mean, it wasn't. He wasn't bad. No, it was. It's not time to start thinking about Hudobin yet. No, 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 <laughs> no, 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 no. He's. I mean, there was a couple of them. You know, a um, couple of them where he kind of looked like he was kind of um, blinded by a couple of the defensemen. You know. Yeah. Um, but at the I, same time, I thought he was solid overall. Yeah, you can't put that one on him. No, no, especially in that environment. Yeah. You know, he didn't pull an Anderson and shit himself. <laughs> That's true. You know? That's true. Give up what? Uh, twelve goals. Yeah, twelve goals in two games. Yeah. Yeah. You know, get pulled in the second game. Yeah. Well, if he did give up twelve games, he would get pulled. Exactly. Goals, he would exactly. Get we would have. We would have been calling for you last <laughs> yeah. week. So he's keeping his job. Uh, hopefully it's it's enough to lead us to a series win. Hell yeah, I like see I like seeing the feistiness. You know, the, I I don't like these the Maple Leafs. I don't like them. They're a no. bunch of fucking. I mean, Kadri with the cheap hit no. on Wingles. I've never liked the Maple Leafs. No, no, definitely not. I mean, you know, even years ago, yeah, Game Seven, I was was there. Yeah, we didn't like them. Nope. nope. We will fight. I'm sure they don't like us. Hell no. <laughs> Hell no. Good. Let's keep it that way. Love this it. is good. Love getting those Canadian hockey fans fired up. Yeah, know? exactly. <laughs> Beating their ass and watching them tear their city down. Hell yeah. <laughs> like Vancouver in 2011. They ripped that thing to shreds. <laughs> yeah, they did. They were pissed. <laughs> oh, man. What a win. Canadians, they're so friendly except when it comes to hockey. Yep. And they just become assholes. Don't fuck with their rice, man. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Don't fuck with their cup. We're taking oh, we're it. fucking with the cup. We're taking That's our it this cup. year. That's our cup. We're taking it. I called it how many weeks ago? I said cue the duck boats weeks ago. Weeks ago. I did. Beginning of the podcast. Oh, damn yeah, right. Way back. Way back. Damn right. I mean, hockey team and hockey. <laughs> if you guys missed it, you should go back and listen to all listen, of them. Yeah. So, let's see. We got B's, C's covered. We got some socks. Big game for the socks tonight. Yep, they're going against the babe. If there's if there's ever a time where you should stay up for a West Coast game, it's this one. Yep, they got playing the, uh, at uh, 10, 10 tonight against. They're thirteen and two, and they're playing against uh, the, the Angels in Anaheim, who are thirteen and three. So I mean, this is the tonight twenty eighteen MLB's elite playing yep. tonight. Yep, the only other great team is the Mets. Well, and tonight. Price against the, young the new Phenom. Babe Ruth. The, yeah, the new Babe. Honestly, he's the first guy since Babe Ruth to be doing what he's doing. I mean, if you look at his numbers, pitching and hitting. What's the guy's name, by the way? Shoei Otani. Shoei Otani. How Which? Do you, how do you spell it? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. S-H-O-H-E-I. I'm just going to look up Angels. Uh, it's just Otani is O-H-T-A-N-I. T-A-N-I. Otani. Yeah. O-H-T-A-N-I. Yeah, Shoei Otani. There he is. Yeah, he's got he has as many home runs as he's given up runs his, at the plate. His he's, uh, what was it? His batting average is higher than his ERA. 
Yeah, he's which is crazy. <laughs> he, so basically, he pitches every fifth day right. and he DHs every other day. So yep. yeah, and the guy is. I, mean, I wish they would let him uh, hit on the days that he pitches, but that's against the rules. Well, it's not against the rules. Actually, I was I was I heard this today. There's a rule that um, as an as an American League team, you can opt to not have a DH. But then the thing is, your pitcher has to hit for the rest of the game. So even when they take him out, whoever's pitching after him would have to come in and hit. Yeah. So that's why they don't have him hit on the days that he's pitching. Exactly. Because they don't want to have their relievers hitting because they all suck yeah. at hitting. Exactly. <laughs> Otani, though. And it's funny because they say the same thing about the Angels that they say about us. They haven't played anyone yet, so tonight's the real test. Well, it's so, a big test for both of us. It is. It is. This is going to be... Like you said, dude, if there's one West Coast game to stay up for this year. Right. I know it's hard staying up to one, watching the Sox, one, two, whatever, how, how long baseball games go nowadays. Well, especially but, a Sox game. <laughs> yeah, You're lucky to get out in three hours. Seriously. But, yeah, this is the one. And if not, record it and watch it tomorrow. Yeah. Otani, I don't know. I mean, you know, it's too early to call him Babe Ruth. But. No, nah, but what he's doing right now hasn't been done since Babe Ruth. Yeah. Like, it's only a few games, but yeah, still, you, you don't see this ever. He's Babe Ruth in the sense that, yes, he. Uh, this hasn't been done since Babe Ruth. But so, we gotta in wait. 30 at-bats, he is 11 for 30. That's a three sixty seven average, three homers, 11 RBIs. I mean, the guy like, throws gas, too. Are you too. kidding me? Throws like 100 miles an hour. Oh, man. Literally throws 100 miles an hour. He threw 100 miles an hour when he was 17 years old. I'm trying to find his pitching stats. Like, these sites don't even know how to show a player like this because they just show, like, <laughs> the pitching and then the... He, uh, I know his, his ERA is 2.08, I think. Wow. Yeah, he's only he's only given up, I think, like, three runs over his... Yeah. Like, 18 Unreal. innings or something. Um, he's, so the Sox almost had a chance to sign him years ago, coming out of high school. And they had a couple, I saw the story, uh, online today. Yeah. He's, uh, there was two scouts, two international scouts that, for the Red Sox, and they were talking to him, they were basically in his inner circle. Got all the way in there, which was very hard to do. And they said it was like a media frenzy when they showed up for, uh, it was a media frenzy when they showed up to interview him, basically. Yeah. And he only asked a few questions, answered all the questions. Um, like, they got in real well with his coach. And uh, it was basically between us, the Rangers, and the Dodgers, okay. I believe. Then he ended up uh, getting drafted to – the Japanese league, yeah, and the team um, convinced them to stay home, stay home and play. So now, fast forward to this past winter, yeah, when he's coming to America to play, and we're not even on his list, the final list of teams. Neither okay. were the Yankees. Okay. Oh, he wanted to play. Want to play in warm weather, in a time zone similar to Japan. Yep, exactly. Yeah. He didn't want to change the time zone. They're literally all West Coast teams. Yeah, the final exactly. list. It was Angels. It was. I heard it was nobody beyond the Central Time Zone. It was all about the time zone with him. The closest one to 
Yeah, it was the ranges. Was yeah. The, the closest. I don't even know what time zone Texas is in. I feel like I think zone. they might be central, but yeah, that was that was the furthest one east. He um. So, he's. Re- I mean, that's kind of weird, don't you think? I mean, that's you him can't adjust to, be to home. a time zone. I don't. Know. He. I mean, <laughs> and he don't want to play in cold weather, so fuck him. Yeah, I, I don't want him on the team. Well, what's he gonna do in October when he has to go to a cold weather city? Exactly. Probably. Who knows? Maybe. You maybe know? we got another David Price. We might. You know. I mean, that seems a little pretentious to be like, I don't want to go to a certain time zone. Like, you can adjust to a time. It takes like a less than a week to adjust to a time zone. Yeah. <laughs> like, he probably wants to stay hard. on the time zone so he can have more conversations with his family. Why don't you uh, just move them all out to wherever he goes? He ain't playing for the money. I don't think he he didn't. Uh, he's only making contract. he's making five hundred forty five thousand right now. Yeah, see, he ain't playing for. Yeah, what's that? The rookie minimum? I don't know. It might be. <laughs> Probably. I think, and yeah, he he don't want to play for the money. He wants to play for the love of the game, like we said before. He playing for the so. love of the game. Yeah, as long as it's in the right time zone. I guess so. Yeah, <laughs> but. You know, tonight, we'll Price see. going up against a good team. Let's hope he doesn't tap out again, tax the bullpen again. It's tough because, like, I really like this story. Like, it's cool. I like it, too. I Yeah, I want to see the guy succeed, but I hope you light him up tonight. Hell yeah, we got to <laughs> push that ERA through the roof. Yep, get it higher than his batting average, at least. Zue Lin, let's see Zue Lin. Right, that's his name? Who? Lin, the guy who's coming up and playing shortstop. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Zue Lin. Zue Lin, yes. Yeah. He's, uh, by the way, better than Brock Holt. That's not hard to do. No, not hard <laughs> to do, but he's better than Brock Holt. Is he better than 2014 Brock Holt? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he is. He would have been our all-star. Yeah. He would have deserved it. All right. Uh, Holt, speaking I, of Brock Holt, what are we going to do with him? Send him down. Keep Lynn up. It's not like we haven't had millions of dollars in the in the minors before. We had Alan Craig down there, and he was making oh, friggin'. Luke. Yeah. What about Ruznick Castillo? Yeah, he's freaking... <laughs> yeah. We gave him a whole chunk of change exactly. to do nothing. <laughs> the Paw Sox freaking payroll is going to be higher than the Red Sox. Seriously. Soon. Oh, man. Where is Ruznick these days? Down in AAA, I think. It was last year. God. They would. I don't think they would have sent him down. What was that all about? He's, you they know, threw so much money at him because he's he's got raw talent, but he he's got raw talent and he's jacked up on steroids. But he doesn't know how to play. No, he doesn't know the game. He can hit that shit out of the ball and bat in practice. He'll hit the shit out of the ball in the game, but he can't run the bases. Dude's making eleven million a year in the fucking minors. He can't run the bases. Eleven, like imagine being his teammate in the minors and you're making like, you know, whatever guys in the mic. It's not that great, and you got a teammate who's making eleven million. Yeah. Pulling like, up in a Porsche, I'd be like, "Yo, give me some fucking money." <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> like you're, doing the, you're doing the same shit we're all doing, and you're making twice as much as us. More no, than that, I was more than say, twice probably as much. like four times as much. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I mean, he's got a great arm, but he'll throw to second base when hey, the guys good for him. Third. He's set for life, and he never even succeeded in the majors. <laughs> yeah, so. but I, I mean, I eventually would like to see him. Succeed. I, I would too. No, I hope he. I mean, how old is he? He's only like 25, 24. Yeah. So he's got time still, especially in baseball. You can peak late. Yeah. 
He, well, if he learns the game, if he, he learns stops being game. a dumbass. Yeah. He's 30. He's 30? He's 30. All right. He don't got too much. Time. We gave him that much money? <laughs> oh, man. I mean, it's the Sox are doing well, so I don't even want to yeah, dwell don't on this right now. It doesn't matter, but come on. The guy's making $11 million a year, and he's 30 years old and hasn't made it yet. <laughs> like I said, he's stupid. The Sox are stupid for giving him that money. They are. But they only had... They don't. They, they never just went based him. on talent. Yeah, yeah, never, but that's that's stupid to give someone money when you haven't seen them enough. You know. They saw him. They saw him in private workouts, but he never. They never let him play in a game. Like the, they, um, whoever worked yeah. worked him out, um, or whoever was his trainer or whatever who was showing him off. They you know they never put him in a game. They just shot balls at him, shot fly balls at him so he could run him down and then gave him batting practice. That's so nothing. Could, yeah. So you never saw him in game situations. Yeah. It's, you know, it's unfortunate. Can, uh, yeah, I didn't know he was 30, man. I didn't realize he was 30 either, but. That's yeah, like, it's it, now or never. Yeah, well, basically. and he's if in he the outfield get, now. And if he, he doesn't get called up this year and do something for us, forget about him. Oh, where's he going to go? We got, he's going to stay come in up. the minors. And, no, I'm saying, where's he going to play if we bring him up? I don't know. I, I don't know. I mean, I'm thinking later in the year if, if we need him, if injuries happen, I don't know. September call-up, September call-up, yeah. Hey, maybe he'd do better than Jackie Bradley. At least Jackie Bradley maybe. don't get what's thrown he, out running the bases, though. What's he hitting? Well, AAA <laughs> pitching, don't forget. Jackie, I know. Jackie Bradley looked good against AAA pitching. Well, Ruzne is hitting uh Oh, he hasn't even played this year. That's interesting. Last year he hit 250. Yeah, with what, like seven home runs? With the... Uh... Zero home runs, only nine games, so he isn't even playing. He played double A for a while last year, oh, too, okay. I believe. Well, screw him. We're not yeah. wasting any more breath on him. We got, um, <laughs> yeah. So, now that we're off to this hot start, yeah. although they say we haven't played too many people, yeah. uh, or too many good teams. I mean, we said last week a, a real test was coming with the Yankees. Didn't come. It didn't, because the Yankees suck so far. Yep. So, this uh, is our first real test tonight, I guess. Yep. So, what? Expectations? Yeah. Because we talked at the beginning of the year. You went high. Yep. You said 100 wins. 100, 100 wins. Yeah. And oh. now that's seeming kind of accurate. After these first three, I mean, it's too early to tell, obviously. But it seems a lot less crazy than it did three weeks ago. This is what the good <laughs> teams do. They beat up on the teams that they're supposed to beat. Right. Exactly. Kick the shit out of them. And they, find, way, and they find ways to beat the, the good teams, too. Yep, exactly. So. As long as, like I said, I don't know, I don't need Price tapping out after the first inning because he can't he yeah. got numbness in his hand. We'll get to that in a second. And he starts, <laughs> he, he's launching the ball the next day in the outfield. Yeah, acting like it was a problem with his hands. Like, I'm, I'm already sick of him. I mean, just after that one start, it, that's the old David Price creeping back. Yep. Not even creeping back, saying, I'm here. Yeah, coming back full force. I'm yeah. here. My yeah. hands are cold. I can't pitch. Yeah, Astro. Astro, Astro sit on my warm hands. my hands. Piss on my hand, warm it up. Oh, fucking David Price. Kermit the Frog. But, yeah, aside from your prediction, I said 97, so I wasn't that far behind you. But a lot of people were doubtful about this team. I wouldn't say doubtful, but skeptical. Yep. Like they weren't I sure. Mean, there wasn't any. 
wild off-season moves till we were already in till, spring training. Till we already in spring training. And, you know, the last couple of years we won the division, lost in the first round, and we were hoping for more. More. And I think this team's going to give us more. Because they're not, they haven't just been good so far, they've been dominant. Hell yeah. So, I mean, it's like the 20, it reminds me of the 2013 team when we had a new manager and we come in and we're just, we come out of the gates great and everyone's, you know, the whole season everyone's like, oh, are they playing over their heads, whatever, but we just kept winning. And I could see this team doing the same thing. People are going to doubt them all year and say, oh, you know, they can't get it done in the playoffs. I think this, there's something different about this squad. Yeah, well, they... You know, they had the pitching last year for the most part. Yeah. I mean, they had enough pitching to win the division. The rotation didn't change much. Um, by the way, I do agree, um, you know, that that they will be doubted yeah. all year. Naturally. You know, um, and they'll, they'll keep rising up. Yeah. I mean, we already saw them down a couple times, come yep. back and win. No, I mean, even after the first... You know, few after the first series against Tampa, when they won three out of four, people were talking shit about them. Like, yeah, like they were supposed to sweep, or you know, they still were making bad decisions in the base pass and just like nitpicking at stuff. You know, trying well, to find and, something to complain about. And Cora's, you know, it's first year managing right. in the majors, and he didn't have a great first game, and everyone freaked out about after. <laughs> no, but after said, that, but you know, he has his blunders, but he does. Hopefully, that's the that's the biggest thing. Yeah, I think that would cause the downfall of this team is if he continues to make mistakes and no one's and he seems pretty on top of himself for fixing those mistakes. He's yeah, he's accountable for his mistakes, which is a good sign. And and he's not like Farrell where you have a bad game and he's just like, oh, you know, we played well, everything was going like Farrell. Whenever they lost and they had a terrible game, he would act like everything went fine, but they just lost the game somehow. You know what I mean? Yeah. He'd just be like, oh, he was he was throwing good pitches. He just couldn't get over the plate. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> like, he wasn't throwing good pitches. Like, he would try to make excuses for people. Yeah. Whereas Core is more accountable. Yeah. Like he said something. He was like, I want my players to be accountable, so I'm going to be the same way. Yep. So you like to hear that? Hell yeah! I just I'm just hoping that, like I'm like I said, uh, or where I was going with that was, you know, that he doesn't end up like that these bad decisions that he doesn't learn from some of them, or that because we're winning still that they don't be that they're not as focused on or not as um, like. As far as like him and the rest of the team being like, oh well, we still won. Yeah, you know, I don't want like. I mean, sometimes it's gonna have to be decisions that are made. I mean, one that comes to mind was uh, like everyone was clamoring about JD Martinez still going out in uh, towards the end of the game last week. Yeah, in the outfield when Jackie Bradley was on the bench mm-hmm. for defensive purposes. Towards the end of the game, that's what you do. Yeah, but. And, like, I don't think that one will become a habit because everyone made such a big deal about it. Yeah. But I'm hoping that, you know, it doesn't carry over into the playoffs where, like, you know, he makes a a rookie coach blunder and, like, it doesn't – because he's been making that mistake all year no one ever said anything, but now all of a sudden it's in the playoffs and it's right in front of us. And boom, we're down three games or two in the first round again. uh, Two games – we're tied two games or two in the first round again or something, you know. Yeah. But which I guess will be better than last year because we only won <laughs> we one game. Last we've won year. one playoff game in the last five years. So, um, but I, he's he's done a great job so far. 
He has. Hanley, man. Hanley's been great. Hanley's on fire. He's locked in. He's locked in. He's being a leader. Yep. He's like, he's taking it. We don't have a little leader anymore. We got a big leader. We got a big leader. We got a Hanley. We got a linebacker leader. Yep. You know, he's he's a beast. Got some dog in him. He does. You know. Oh. We... Did we cover the fight last week? We did not cover the fight. We didn't. Yeah, we no, didn't. No, because that happened. Yeah, that happened last weekend. Yeah. So yeah. We didn't get a chance. We didn't, we didn't get a chance to cover the fight. So, as you all know by now, Red Sox a little, little base brawl. So, what I have, I have the biggest gripe. Yeah. I I like Christian Vasquez. Uh, I lot. knew you were going to go there. I knew you, you were going to go there. Son of a bitch. You're a catcher. Son of a bitch. You're I knew it. You got to protect your pitcher. <laughs> Not play with your mask. As, as a catcher, I knew you were going there. That's first. the one. But thing. I agree. I agree. He, you know, you see, he was the, the classic is Izzy Alcantara when he played with the Paw Sox. He yeah. got hit with the pitch and he kicked the catcher down because he knew when he ran out, the catcher was going to be right behind. Right. Him. And Vasquez, I don't know what the hell he was doing. He 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 had to know it was coming. He had to know something was happening. The guy slammed his has back he down. Been, has Vasquez been in a situation like that before? I can't I'm remember. not sure on the majors, but I'm I mean, not sure. it happens. I mean, you get in fights with kids in Little League. You know, not bench clearing brawls or anything, but, yeah. like, you get, you know, I mean. But, yeah, your first reaction at that point should be to get up and get in front of the guy. Yeah, and get I mean, Veritek did it. Between him and the pit. Veritek's, like, smacked A-Rod in the face before he, he could get He did it pitch. every single time. He always got I rid mean, of. that famous picture of him hitting A-Rod in the face, that was... If he didn't do that, A-Rod would have been running out to the mound. Yep, and then, Bronson Arroyo. Yeah, getting that Bronson Arroyo. But. Or slapping him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, he he took the helmet, he took his mask off first, and then he goes to put it back down when he realizes which, when there's a situation like that anyways, just don't take your mask off. Yeah. And then you, he ain't going to try and punch it through your mask. Right. You got a free hand. He got an open face. Yeah. You know, if he tries to come at you, put you can put the glove <laughs> up. You can just whack him. You know. Yeah, he didn't handle that well. I was right when I saw the fight happening. I was. Ah. I mean, he like crawled up my spine. So, what's the guy's name? Austin. Um. Yeah. He gets hit. Tyler. Austin. Automatic. Uh, Tyler Austin, who's a douchebag, by the way. I, just, I don't like that guy. He's got a very punchable face. He does. He's got a Yankee face. He does have a Yankee Classic face. Classic Yankee face. He just looks pissed off all the time. He looks like a miserable person. Yeah, miserable bastard. Yeah, so he gets hit with the pitch, immediately slams his bat on the ground. And at that moment, like as the catcher, you, you get up and get in front of him. Yeah. Well, even once he got, yeah, once, well, he I mean, didn't once have he time. Got hit. One, he didn't really have time because once he got hit, he slammed the bat right away. You're right. Yeah. But once he slammed the bat, yeah, you got to be, tell him, get down to first base. Yeah. That, that's what Varitek told And then when, when he started charging the mound, Vasquez kind of like tried to lunge after him and grab him. Yeah, there's like the picture. <laughs> yeah. You see the picture? He's got yeah. his, he got the back of his jersey. Yeah. Not doing anything. And then Come Joe on. Kelly coming up. Boom. Yeah, let's talk about Joe Kelly for a second and how much respect I gained for him. Well, he that. had to redeem himself after that first game. Yeah. I mean, he can't throw strikes, but he can throw punches. Yeah, a couple of them. <laughs> I mean, they might not land either, but... They might not land, but he was ready to fight. Yeah, he, he was he ready. Said, let's he go. said, let's go. That's the thing. As soon as Austin started walking out, like, he might have he might have just been deacon, and, like, he might have ended up going to first, but once he saw Kelly saying, let's go, it's like, you got to go at that point. Yeah, you got... He's challenging <laughs> he's your manhood right you. there. Exactly. I love to see that. He, Kelly's kind of a psycho. He is. Well, then, you've seen him... Uh, 
when they they showed the fight at the Celtics game, was it game one, or was it the oh was yeah, it yeah the game yeah. against the Nets? It was no, game it one. was game one. It was game one, and he and, was there. Yeah, and they showed the fight first, and they showed him, and he got a standing he, ovation. Or yeah, man, we love that shit around here. Hell yeah! <laughs> if you want to, I mean, that's just standing up for your teammate, which we haven't mentioned. It all started because Austin. Well, he, Spiked yeah. Brock Holt in the leg. Our favorite player, Our Brock Holt. <laughs> Brock Holt. That was a, a little cheap, though. Yeah, it was. I mean, spikes he's up, looking at him. Spikes up into the ankle. He's, he's looking to that'll, see if that'll cut up your leg a little bit. That's. But then Brock Holt pulled the Pedroia. Brock Holt bitched out. Man. He did. <laughs> he bitched they out. They got they got some really big guys over there. <laughs> Throw a freaking punch, like push. At least get in there. I know he was kidding, but that sounded so soft. Yeah, and he's got the friggin' long hair. Like, he's got the friggin' neck band going. I don't care if they're bigger than you. Yeah, he's a bitch. Yeah, that's not supposed to matter. Like, don't, you don't just look at a guy who's bigger than bigger than you and say, "Oh, I'm, I'm not touching you." Like, yeah, if he's if he's fucking with your teammates, you stand up for him. Exactly. Well, then Mookie and uh, and then Mookie and Bradley laughing in the outfield. You know, that shows, get your ass in there. I mean, that that fight was a good sign for this team. It shows they have a little more passion than they had last year, I guess. Yeah, oh, definitely. But for certain guys, it wasn't good. Like, yeah. for Brock and for Mookie and for JBJ, it shows that they're kind of... Vasquez. And they're, yeah, it shows that they're not all there. Really? It was only good for Joe Kelly and, like, Chris uh, Matt Bonds. Yeah. Bonds was out there throwing punches, too. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's a couple other guys that were in there, you know, in the scrum. Yeah. That other, I know this isn't uh, the Boston teams, but that other fight that happened earlier that day. The that, White Sox? Was that the White Sox? I it think was it the was Padres. the Padres. Was it, wasn't it the? It was the Rockies and someone else. I thought it was oh, the Rockies yeah, yeah, and yeah, Padres. Yeah. But that one, you know, that was the complete, that pitcher did the complete opposite of Joe Kelly. He turned, turned Ooh, yeah, tail. Rocky, Rockies, but, Padres. He ran, he ran off the mound. That was that Arandondo, Nolan Arandondo. Yeah, Nolan Arandondo or Arenado. Arenado, Nolan Arenado. Nah, he came. He was flying suspended. Him. He was suspended for it. Yeah, not, su- not surprised. The other guy should have got suspended. Five games. Kelly got Joe Kelly got five, right? I believe he I, got five. He got five, and then Matthews got four. Yeah, which is why did he get more than Matthews? I don't know. Probably because he got on top of Matthews. And got Probably, him. and he landed like. It, but really, when you look back at it, Matthews started the whole thing. Oh yeah, he definitely because, did. All right, so he slides into Brock Holt. Brock's mad. He says something, which like obviously when someone spikes you in the leg, like you're gonna say something. Like watch, watch yourself. You know, like yeah. don't do that next time. Whatever. Like I'm sure he wasn't challenging him to fight, but as soon as Brock said something to him, that guy just being the hardo that he is was just like, oh, like what's your problem? Like he got all up in his face, you know. Yeah. And then the benches had to clear, and it was like, why'd you have to flip out like that? You know, you spiked him in the leg. Yeah, you just know, you did off it on the purpose. Field. Like, <laughs> you know, I, and there's that one, guy. There's that a, guy's such a hard ass. There's a difference between breaking up a double play and <laughs> right and making a dirty slide, and that was a dirty slide. If you go on spikes up, that's dirty. Yep, exactly. That's the old Ty Cobb trick when he used to sharpen his spikes. <laughs> they don't allow that shit anymore. No, I'm not surprised. <laughs> but yeah, that uh, like you said, it was a good fight for some people, bad fight for other people. I think overall it was good for the team, and I think hopefully some guys learn some things, like Vasquez. Yeah, like how to deal with fights from now on. Because yeah. like we said, or like I said, the last couple of years they haven't had that intensity. They haven't been in many fights. They haven't with the Orioles last year. 
but that was kind of a mess. And, yeah, and then Pedroia afterwards. Oh, yeah. That, yeah, that wasn't me. And they tried me. to throw at him a couple times and missed. Like, oh, that speaking was a of which, uh, you know, we're praising Joe Kelly. You got to hit him on the first pitch. Right. Well, he tried to. The guy, you know, got out of the way of it. Yeah, but you got to... I kind of like that he he took, he threw him a, a couple normal pitches, kind of to keep him guessing. Yeah. Like, is he going to throw at me? Is he not? And then yeah. he just beamed him. Hell yeah. <laughs> no, it was, I mean, like I said, it's a good fight for Joe Kelly, but, yeah. you know, you got to make your mark. You got to land that first one. Even if he's moving out of the way, you throw, you throw 98 miles an hour, 100 miles an hour, you can get it there. Yeah, he's not moving out of the way of that. No. <laughs> Damn. But that was, yeah, that was a good fight. Was. Got me fired up. Did. Did. Rivalry renewed. Hell yeah. But there ain't no rivalry with a shit team playing us. Yeah. Come on, Yankees. Step it up so we can have the rivalry back. I know, right? At least compete with us for the AL East. Bunch of give jokes. Us, give us some competition. Jeez, Seriously. everyone else sucks. Seriously. We thought you guys were supposed to be good this year. I know. Speaking Fucking of which, Yankees. Uh, Stanton had, what, three, uh, two more strikeouts last night? Did he? He's What's he up to now? In 31 at-bats. He's on pace for 200-plus. In 31 at-bats in Yankee Stadium, he has 18 strikeouts. <laughs> he's batting 0-97. Oh, God. He's got, I think, a 100 uh, on-base percentage. How do you like your new pickup, Yankees fans? Yeah. How do you like it? JD's better. Seriously. Oh, my God. Guy's a strikeout machine. Yeah, it's automatic. And speaking of which, JD Martinez, he's—I mean, he's—he's he's, he's hitting. He's on pace for over thirty home runs. You know, you we go. haven't seen that in a couple of years. Since People Matisse were worried because he didn't hit any in spring training. Just more proof that spring training doesn't mean shit. Yeah. <laughs> he hit a, what was the one to center field, the grand slam. Yeah, that was a bomb. Yeah, that was a, that got out in a hurry too. Yep. Um. Who else? Uh, who had the home run? Uh, Two nights ago, or two days ago, was watching that Who game. Who was it? Um, fuck was it? Someone hit one in left center. Um, I forget. But Mookie, you know, starting games off with doubles. Mookie's been, he's leading the, the majors in runs scored, which is what you want from your leadoff guy. Hell yeah. So. Bodes well for the rest of your team. Yep. Yeah, Bullpen. he's been great in the leadoff spot. That was a good, good decision to put him there. Bullpen's been solid. Everyone's been solid. Yeah. That's why we're 13-2. and two. Hell yeah. <laughs> I just don't want, like I said, tonight, we said tonight's the big test. Yeah. No tapping out from David Price. Seriously. You got, you're got pitching it's, against a good team. You got to sack up. It's, it's like, warm. It's like going up. They're, yeah. playing, they're playing in California. Yeah. So he has no excuses. Well, he, <laughs> you know, Brock Holt's scared to fight big people. Yeah. You know, Price, Price is big people that he's scared to fight against, pitching against good teams, so. Yeah. Let's see. You can't you can't get no numbness tonight in the warm weather. I'm going to say Brock, I mean, not Brock Holt, David Price needs to have a good game tonight. He does. In order to to win us back because he started to lose us a little bit after that last game. He probably, I mean, not like he cares to win us back. but I, I think, think he, he does. I think he does care. I think he cares too much. I think that's the problem. <laughs> I think he fake cares. I think he cares too much about what people think about him. I don't well, know. yeah, that's obvious. I mean, you see that <laughs> in Twitter. Yeah. Speaking of which, I, I was I almost sent out a tweet today just to see if I could get blocked by David Price. <laughs> what was it? Does uh, he block people? I think he does. He probably does. He, he seems like someone who he's, he's definitely, definitely a blocker. Yeah, he's a Ray Allen type. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> he's, a, he's a Dustin Pedroia. Yep. 
Um, well, it, uh, it was something. I was going to tweet something at uh, the radio show at uh, 98.5. Zolak and Beetle, but forget what it was. Something disrespectful. Something disrespectful. <laughs> I was going to tag David Price in it. Oh, man. Yeah, he'd probably block you. Apparently, he doesn't tweet that much anymore, though. He tries to stay off it, right? What yeah. does he just tweet? He tries to. It's probably hard for him. I know. He's, he's probably st- checking his mentions every second. Yeah. But just not tweeting, so he so we all think he's not using it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Let's see what this one said about me. <laughs> oh, oh Astro, why don't you read that one? <laughs> we got some pats. We got some pats. Someone just tweeted at me, by the way. No one told Jabari Parker this was a damn fight and not a show. Al is abusing him. Good. So Al's giving Jabari Parker the work. Good. Good to see Al being consistent, like you said. Shout out to John Ronan. He always tweets at me during Celtics games. Good man. Good man. Shout out to you. Yeah, you. Yeah, you. Uh, So we got some pats. We had UCLA left tackle. Yep. Colton Miller in. Yep. From workout. Um, Like I said before. We were checking out Princeton. His name, Chad Kanoff. Who? Chad Kanoff. Who? What are you talking the about? The kid from Princeton that would that we checked out before. Oh yeah yeah yeah. That uh, the Patriots were looking at. Chad Kanoff. Chad Kanoff. <laughs> Chad Kanoff. Good thing his name isn't his first name isn't Jack. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> oh man, still be tough. That it's still tough, but. Good thing he doesn't have my name. Pretty my close. First name. Maybe they, his parents must have been making a joke or something. Probably. <laughs> that was like some American pie shit. Say it fast, checking off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, is he good? <laughs> uh, we were looking at him. He's he um, a stud quarterback. Yeah, they were saying, um, I mean, he's kind of like a prototypical pocket quarterback. Yep. I think he'd be like a middle round, middle of the draft. Okay. Um, he, I mean, if they want to go out, go get Brady's replacement this year, it's the time to do it. Yeah. You know, um, he's fits the mold, and I mean, obviously, he's a smart kid. He'll be able to learn the playbook. Right. He's he went to Princeton. Princeton. Yeah. They're friggin' smart. He's down a wicked there. smart kid. He's wicked, <laughs> fucking smart dude. <laughs> That's what we're looking for. Um, that football IQ. Yeah. So obviously we brought in just like general IQ. Like I said, we brought in Colton Miller from UCLA. Uh, Chad Kanoff. Yep. Um, Chad Kanoff. Yep. <laughs> I think you know if they're looking because I don't think they're going to try and trade up for a quarterback as much as everyone's talking about us going after Lamar Jackson. Yeah, heard that. I just think that I don't know. I don't see them trading up. To get, I I understand where they're, the angle about Deshaun Watson where they're coming in. Deshaun Watson tore up the Pats D. Belichick liked that style of quarterback. Yeah, Lamar Jackson is somewhat similar. Lamar Jackson is a much better runner than Deshaun Watson. Okay, not as good of a thrower, not as good of a passer. Lamar Jackson has, if you um, if you can play compare their completion percentages together um, not like it's not compare not comparable but there's clearly a difference yeah um, and you know Deshaun Watson's obviously a fast good runner 
Lamar Jackson got he's fast, he's got good vision. Almost like he must have played like a, a dual threat quarterback, uh, like a not just a dual threat quarterback. He must have been like a running back or something at one point in his life, and then went to quarterback or something, or vice versa. Like you know, he's had he played seasons at both. I'm sure. Yeah. Um, and he could be a very good player. I. I just don't know. I don't. If there was, and I guess you could, you, you can kind of teach accuracy. You know, you can work on it. You Some, can work on it. Some guys just don't have it. Yeah. So like Tim Tebow. Yeah, your boy. <laughs> my boy. Why is he my boy? I don't know. You like him more than Manziel. Yeah. I think they're about equal. They are equal. <laughs> but, but, I still would have taken Manziel over OBJ. Except Tebow's a Christian, and Manziel does cocaine. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. No, I'm just, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm sure he's a good guy. Yeah, now that he's reformed. <laughs> yeah. He's going to be a born again. Yep. He's going to turn into Tebow. Yeah. He's going to be praying on the sidelines all the time. Lord, give me a sign! <laughs> Mary need to talk to you, Lord. <laughs> uh, DMX. So, Colton Miller had, had a left tackle in Colton Miller. Yep. Good good left tackle for UCLA. Okay. Um, I Obviously, the look, they, they're thinking about drafting him if they had him come all the way here. Right. And they had a private workout for him. Um they obviously need a left tackle. Yep. Sold or gone. Yep. Um, I'm sure if they draft him, Dante Scarnecchio will have him ready by the start of the season. He will. You know, he'll be... Scar does his job. He does. He does it very well. I would also venture to say that we need a fast linebacker. Yes, That's I would agree with that. Our Fast, other, athletic linebacker. You know, someone like uh, uh, like the guys down in Jacksonville. Name any of them? Yeah, any, any, line, any of the three linebackers down? Yeah, starting linebackers in Jacksonville. They're all fast. They can all hit. Von Miller's fast. I was going to say hit. Von Miller. He's fast. He can hit. Like we need a sideline to sideline linebacker. Yeah, some guy that ain't going to come off the field. Some guy that's going to help Hightower. So right. They're all talking about this kid Chubbs. I keep hearing him talking about this kid Chubbs. Chubbs, Chubbs from, uh, is he from A&M too? Or is he from Oklahoma or something? Might be Oklahoma. Somewhere down the south there. Yeah. Look it up. But they're talking about tra- they're trading up to get Chubbs. Bradley uh, Chubb? Yeah. Chubb, Chubbs. Oh, yeah, Chubbs was in Happy Gilmore. Yeah, I was <laughs> I looked up Chubbs, and the first thing that came up was Happy Gilmore. <laughs> uh, yeah, he had... Hey, Chubbs, remember the alligator that got your hand? Well, I got his head. Chubb had uh, 10 sacks last year. For Oklahoma? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, obviously, he's the home wrecker. He's what do you the, mean? He's the home wrecker. He comes home, wrecks the quarterback's home. <laughs> All right. I thought, you, I thought you meant he broke up a marriage or something. No, no, no. <laughs> Yeah, broke up a marriage between the quarterback and the rest of the offense. Yeah, there you go. Boom! There you go. Just saying, Bob Kraft should watch his girlfriend. 
Well, she's pregnant, so. <laughs> Not with his kid. <laughs> <laughs> so. We, we won't get into that so. personal stuff. <laughs> we need a fast line back, as I was saying. <laughs> uh, we, what else? I mean, it's never never a bad thought to bring in a kicker. Yeah. Gostowski. Gostowski's. I totally wouldn't mind seeing them bring in someone to kick Guskowski in the ass. Yeah. Because... He got way too comfortable after they gave him that big contract. He did. Not only that, but... And maybe this has to do with him being comfortable. Yeah. I mean, what did he miss? Two in the Super Bowl? Well, that's what I mean. I, I feel like he... Missed one the year against the Falcons in the Super Bowl? Like you said, they need someone to kick him in the ass. When they gave him that big contract, they told him, you're the guy. There's no competition. No one's behind you. Well, I mean, the competition does. Look what it did for Brady. Exactly. You know, let's bring in Kanoff. Bring in checking off. Yep. Bring him in. Kick Brady in the ass one more time. Yep. We need that tight grip. <laughs> speaking of <laughs> speaking of Bra- speaking of Brady. Oh, everyone's all up in arms about Brady and Gronk missing the off-season workouts yep. this week. Yep. Uh, like they're then, sending a message to Belichick. Well, that's what people are saying. Well, Brady had his thing in Qatar. Yeah, which obviously you know he he knew that was he knew what he was doing. When he scheduled that, right? Um, and I think because Belichick kind of he didn't he said they're voluntary. He tried to like kind of squash it a little bit. Right, they are voluntary, but they're usually heavily attended. He said yes. Um, you know Brady's missed he's missed a couple before. Which when Brady has missed the. The unfortunate thing about the is that he missed the offseason workouts. The track record, I guess, from him missing. Yeah. The Adelius Thomas he is. Yep. And I think he missed two of them. But that was the that was like his worst three years as a Patriot in the league. Was that like oh nine? It was uh nine, ten nine, ten and eleven. Well eleven they went to the Super Bowl. Or was it eight, nine and ten? Well he was hurt in eight. In the league. Well, yeah, so... So it was like 9-10. Yeah. That... oh nine 9 was their worst year. Yeah. And he, you know... Well, um, besides o two 2 when they didn't make the playoffs, but... But right when I... Right when I heard that Belichick was kind of giving Brady the pass, I knew Gronk wasn't going to come really after, to the voluntary one. Yeah. Knew it right there. So why do you think they're not showing up? Is, well, Jeff Darlington... Well, with Gronk, it's money-related, it yeah. seems. Yep. Uh, definitely does. Uh, Darlington said, the the ominous thing was, Darlington said, uh, Brady might not even be sure when Brady's going to show up to Patriots facilities for workouts. Yeah. Um, obviously, we also, well, we saw the end of, well, we, by now we've heard about it, if we haven't seen it, in the Tom first time, he wants to spend time with his family. Right. Um, and obviously, in Qatar, uh, Giselle, Posting up the picture of the two of them. Yep. And, and he's got his Best Buddies event thing that he's doing there. At, doing some charity work. At Gillette, right? Or no, he's in he's in Qatar doing... Doing that? Doing charity work with Best Buddies, I guess. And then he's got he's got other Best Buddies stuff coming up in Massachusetts soon. Yep. And I'm pretty sure that's at Gillette. Right. Um, so maybe by then he's kind of... You know, I'm sure he's got the whole family out there with him. He didn't leave, leave the... Kids home with his parents. Oh, I saw he had an Instagram with uh, with the kids in a pool. They were in some fancy looking pool, some fancy hotels. <laughs> you know, and, and 
him being suspended those first four games. Yeah. Sure, he didn't mind being on vacation. You know, he's probably he's probably gonna enjoy a little bit more of his off season. You know, he probably wants to vacate hey, a little more. As as we've seen from the Tom vs. Time series, he's become more and more interested. I mean, obviously, he's always been interested in his family, more invested in his family in the last few years, yep. where he's kind of realizing like his kids are getting older. You know, he wants to be with them when they grow up and go through high school and all that shit. So, you know, he's thinking about that shit. Yeah. And that, how that might become more important than football at some point. <laughs> yeah. Oh, definitely. And then that, the way the way it ended, it seems like it's coming sooner than later, mm-hmm. which at 40, almost 41 years old, yeah, that'll, that'll happen, yep. you know. Um, the Gronk thing, yeah, it does, uh, it does seem money motivated, but... I mean, at the same time, Brady's kind of money motivated. He's not restructuring that deal. Right, right. You know, he wants to take no more pay cuts for him. No, and um, I mean, Gronk. We've all we've said it earlier. Gronk is big a, time three by Jalen Brown. But this, um, I mean, Brady almost. It sounds like it sounds like a holdout without everyone calling it a holdout. But a little bit, but it's. I feel like it's not called a holdout until you get to training camp, really. Well, and it's not like he's doing it. Like it's so a voluntary he, thing. Yeah. So you can't really call it a holdout. Yeah. And, well, he's not, and he's not, like usually holdouts are contract based. Right. You know, um, or contract oriented. Yeah. Which is more likely what we'll see from Gronk. Um, it says right here, Brady did miss parts of Pat's off-season program in 08, 09, and ten. Yeah. So those, so those three years. So one of those years, 08 was the year he ended up getting hurt in the first game. Yeah. It was right after, I mean, obviously right after we went. After the undefeated. Yeah. Almost undefeated season. 18-1. <laughs> fucking Giants. Oh, well. Fuck so, the Giants. Like, I, I'm sick of that shit. So, Gi- like, Giants fans, yeah, you won two Super Bowls against us. You can't you can't talk shit. Your team has been garbage since that last Super Bowl. <laughs> so, I just wanted to get that off my chest. There you go. Sometimes <laughs> you got to let it out. Let it out, Jack. Let it out. Yeah. Um, we have seen some players, uh, former players now. Yeah. Danny Amendola and Nate Solder, most notably. Yeah. Um, Solder coming out with the Players' Tribune article. Kind of explaining why he went to New York. Mm-hmm. Uh, talking about the times here, he said, you know, um, they all, uh, like, there were tough times here for sure. You right. know, some, sometimes you'd be at practice like you're a Hall of Famer, and then sometimes you'd be, uh, you'd, you wouldn't be that great in practice or something, and all of a sudden you're, you're like, treated like a practice squad guy. Right. Know? It's kind of how it should be. No one man above the team. I like that. But, um, and Amendola uh, kind of echoed that a little bit, you know. Um, they both they both said, you know, there's good times and there's bad times. Like any job, you know, like any place, you know. You've had good times at work. You've had probably shit times at work. We all know? have, yep. Um, I know I have. Um, and it just seems like, you know, the end for these guys, and it mostly seems like offensive guys, they're all pretty much a group of friends anyways, as it is. Yep. Um, so obviously they're all going to have each other's backs. Um, the funny thing about Amadola's interview 
Do you see his comments about Butler? Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking at I'm reading all that right now. Uh, I heard about it earlier today. He basically, um, he said, you know, um, it was tough to see someone work so hard all year and then not get to play in the biggest game. Right. Um, and then he said, you know, he asked after the game and didn't really get an explanation. Right. Up, up to his knowledge, no one has an explanation. Um, he did say, uh, he said, you know, uh, I'm sure there could have been a couple plays that Malcolm would have made mm-hmm. and we would have won. And he also said uh, he didn't come right out and say it was personal, but he said, I, I forget the exact quote, but he said something about it, it felt personal. It says right here. Um, all right. He said he's a, talking about Amendola talking about Malcolm Butler said he's a brother of ours. He was a brother of ours that year, and I hate to see a guy who worked hard so hard throughout the season not get a chance to play in the biggest game of the year and really get no explanation for it. With that said, I don't know the business aspect of what went into that decision. I don't know how the personal aspect went into that decision between him and Bill, but as a friend, I would have loved to see him on the field that day. So, so he's backing Malcolm, basically. Yeah, and he's giving, he's giving you a little hint that it was somewhat personally motivated. Right. I mean, him saying... I don't know how pers or I don't know the personal aspect or whatever. It's basically he's saying that the only explanation is that there was a personal aspect to it. Yeah, it was like yeah, exactly. Because there's no other reason he wouldn't have been on the field. Exactly, he said he didn't know the business end right. of it. And it's right. not like, I mean, if they won, they would have got more money. Right. You know, it doesn't make much sense. It never did, and it probably never will. No. <laughs> but so, who knows? Oh well. Butler, Butler jersey on the way. Yeah. No. No. <laughs> I would grab a Butler jersey if they had them on sale. Uh, a they Pat's might. Butler? Yeah. Uh, I'm, I was saying them. Just because, I mean, Titans. just because the interception against the Seahawks, that'll live forever, you know? Yeah. So, I might grab one if they're on sale. Who knows? <laughs> Maybe find the cheapos, the the cheapies. Uh-huh. Check out uh, Champs. Well, you know, when a guy leaves, usually, they put the jerseys on sale. Yeah, check Champs. Yeah. Champ Sports, Olympia Sports, you know. I'll check it out. Let's see what they got on sale, dude. Yeah, man. Malcolm. So, uh, we, got we got some hip-hop. We got a little hip-hop to get to. We got some hip-hop to get to to end the show, per usual. Per usual, some New England hip-hop. Uh, while you get your uh, Spotify ready. Yep. Um, I want to talk a little bit. I um, made a status the other night. Controversial. Um, stir in the pot, classic Easty. Stir in the pot. Yep. I um, uh, the the quote was uh, I've, I've since taken it down, not because I don't stand by what I said. Yeah. But um, I've taken too, too many comments and people getting all butt hurt and shit. Uh, not even that. Just uh, I I didn't feel like it was uh, appropriate to leave up on my page. And, okay. Because um. You know, um, basically said, um, and it's my personal page, you know, I don't just have rappers on there. Yeah. Um, but I said, quote unquote, um, South Shore had a better reputation till you pussy started rapping. Mm-hmm. And where I was kind of coming from with that was. There's a lot of pussies who are rapping. Well, yes, <laughs> yes, yes, to be, to be blunt. To be blunt. <laughs> Um, but, um, 
when I first kind of started doing hip hop and everything, yeah. um, you know, and I got introduced to it, um, the summer after seventh grade, like introduced the making music aspect of it. Right. I'd, be, I'd been into it for a couple of years, um, or a handful of years. Um, I don't know since I was like, well, since I heard. Right. Uh, I mean, I since know. you. Since I was like not, uh, probably like ninety nine, I think. Yeah. I think ninety nine was long, the first. It's a long time ago. Yeah. So. Um, you know, back then there was a group called A Wall. Uh, that was uh, we talk about Knox Beats. Yeah. Uh, with with Joanna Lucas. Um, the group was made up of Knox Beats, um, hands down, stress, um, Rapadama. Ski Man Bonds. Um, there was Disciples of Ill, which um, DOI, which was you know a crew that I'm real familiar with now. Yeah, uh, it was actually a lot of people, and actually that's where um, Knox was at first. Then he went to AWOL. Um, or I guess Knox went AWOL. <laughs> hey. <Bop, bop>, <laughs> um, but uh, there was so Disciples of Ill was. Um, you know, Chuck D's, Tootie, and these guys were all like, they were 14, 15 years old, but they were actually good. Yeah. Um, there was Brendan, obviously. There was, um, Brendan wasn't in Disciples of Ill, protege, uh, but his uncle was, Maximus, um, K Nibs. You know, there was, uh, I, like I said, there was like eight or ten of them. Um, you know, there was the Gutterheads, uh, there's Headshots been around. Um, Gutterheads was, Oblivious uh, and a handful of other, the, it was Quincy oriented. Yep. Um, and, you know, as I grew up, um, hands down, kind of went on his own with Knox. Um, hands down was, he's a, he's a gritty, grimy street rapper. Yeah. You know, gangster. Um, tough, tough kid. Um, tattoo artist as well. Yep. Now he's a tattoo artist. Um, K&M in Brockton. Does great work. Did my crown. Yep. Um, like, he came out. He was doing his own thing. Um, you know, Hush, uh, Maroney were around. Hush was rage back then. Maroney was uh, obscene back in the day. Okay. Um, you know, there was then, as I'm, as I'm growing up, I keep continuing to mold myself and yep. find my lane. Yep. You know, being with Brendan. Um, and there were kids, like, my age. There were some kids that, they don't rap anymore. That they were they were pretty good, but you know they were never going to stick with it. They weren't going to stick with it. Right. Um, then there was have notters, you know, and we felt like we were a uh, prominent face on the South Shore. Headshots yep. still around today, yep. till this day. Still doing it. Shout out to Headshots, uh, Apathy, and Self Titled. They just did uh, they did the show Sunday night at the Middle East. Nice. Uh, saw some footage from that show. Um, looked like a wild show. Headshots was tearing it down. As always, um, seen uh, seen a few some footage of them. Uh, saw some footage of Apathy, not too much. Um, anyways, um, you know, and all of a sudden, I don't know. Uh, kids kind of coming out of the woodwork. You know, there's see uh, that if the, if I named the list of people I respect, it would take it would take. <laughs> A lot less time. I don't yeah. want to. I don't want to keep you guys here forever. Um, you know, I kind of. You know, if I'm missing a name here or there, you know, don't freaking 
have an aneurysm. <laughs> but like the people that I've named so far, like those are the people that I grew up, I respected, I watched, right. I I kind of learned from them, right. even from a distance watching them. Um, so, question: How much of that do you think has to do with social media, and how? I mean, you think when you first got into hip hop, it wasn't. It was just becoming a thing when you first uh, started. It was recording. MySpace, right? Yeah, it was. It was just MySpace. We use SoundClick for. So now with social media and anyone can get their name out there, it makes everyone think that they're somebody. You know, it's like oh, oh yeah. I can put out this song and have like, you know, everyone on my Facebook listen to it. Like guys just think they have this promotion now. You know, yeah. like they can. There's a like difference. They're the, like they're their own promotion team, and they can just like put their shit out and spam everyone with it. It's like, no, you suck, dude. Yeah, there's, <laughs> there's a difference between like there's Facebook rappers, right, and then there's actual MCs, like right. actual rappers, actual artists. There's, there's dudes who put out videos and then share it onto every you know hip hop Facebook group that they know of. Tag their friends. Tag all their tag friends. Tag ninety nine friends in it. Tag 99 friends, share it to every group that they know of, share it to every page that they know of, like, share it everywhere in a million places and end up getting, like, 100 views out of it and they think they're the shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? Exactly. And that, you know, that comes with the territory. You do that long enough. I mean, or they're throwing in people's inboxes, you know? That's the worst thing. Or, or they're making those videos on Facebook with, the cap, with, like, the big captions in them that say, like, is this the next Eminem or something like that? I fucking hate that shit. Oh uh, yeah, the, that's that's the new technique, new tactic. I mean, it worked. If you're good, I respect it. Yeah. If you're good, I respect the hustle. You want to get your name out there. But if you're not that good and you're putting something up there like saying, "Is this the next big thing?" like with big question marks and everything, like trying to get people to click on it, that shit's annoying. Yeah, it's <laughs> like I mean, you know, there's there's artists that. There's even some artists that I respect, but I won't work with them. Yeah. Um, Why not? Because I like just the the reputation or the vibe you give off. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like some people, I mean, I've given as many opportunities as I've had. I've tried to give out, and I haven't been in the same position to give out the same exact opportunities. Yeah. That I've gotten, but. When I'm in a position to help someone out and give them opportunities or, or give them, you know, even even a couple, like, something here or there, you know, whether it's... Something just happened. Shane Larkin. Whether it's a, um, a feature or, you know, I... Um, Bob Kraft is at the game. That's, if, not, that's not Bob Kraft. That's definitely not Bob Kraft. <laughs> if I, you know, if I, if I give you a, a chance to feature on a song, um, if I... Extra extra time on my set, and I let you come on. Yeah. If I if I'm running a show, I've ran I put together a couple of shows. I do an open mic every Thursday at Hajaz. Yeah. Um, if you don't come to the open mics, I'm I mean more than likely I'm probably not going to have you on unless we're like tight tight. Right. But like at the shows that I have put together, like I've tried to give people opportunities. Sometimes you know there's. I don't know, sometimes it almost seems like more of a hassle to give you the opportunity than it is to, or even, like, if I see you doing that shit with other people where you're getting opportunities from other people and you're kind of just, like, making it seem like they owe you something. Right. Something. It's like, we don't know, nobody owes anyone shit. No. We all work. Absolutely not. Like. It's all, everyone's got their own independent grind. Exactly. And, 
you know, it's at the end of the day, it is a competition. It is all that. Um, Hip hop, especially more than any other music genre, is comp. It's about competition. Yeah, you want to be the best, right? Um, and I respect that. I totally get that. I mean, I say the same shit, right. you know. But at the same time, I'm humble enough to know that if I get an opportunity, not only am I going to thank that person, I'm going to make sure like I go above and beyond compensating that person. So if right. say it's a verse, I'm going to make sure I give you a good verse, right? You know. Uh, like, if, if you put me on a show, like a good show, I'm going to make sure we tear the fucking roof off. Right. Me and Mikey both. Absolutely. You know? And it's just funny how basically my exact, exactly, the social media aspect, that is the driving force behind everyone being a rapper nowadays. Right. It's too it, easy now. Like, even, not even just South Shore, like, I see, like, Cause, right, but I mean, you're just speaking on the South Shore because that's where you're from. So. Yeah, but like even like I see like, I mean Jesus Christ, I see these kids and I see these kids all you know posting up like they'll say something and all of a sudden you get uh, 500 comment beef on Facebook and like that's not the game. No, you and they're trying they're trying to do that too, which is th- like some people are trying to do that. Yeah, and it's like no, you don't. Like they'll just come out and say some outrageous shit. Like Joyner Lucas is fucking whack. Why does anyone listen to him? And you're just like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> it's like who are you to tell Joyner Lucas that he's whack? Yeah, I mean like, that's <laughs> the greatest the greatest thing about music in right. general is it's all opinionated. It's, it's all yeah. subjective. So yeah. to get on someone about their opinions on music is kind of stupid. Yeah, but. These guys, like, who have no credentials just coming out and, you know, just shitting on people for the, for the hell of it. All I, I mean, I can't tell you how many, it, I can even bring this back to the South Shore, I can't tell you how many MCs I've unfollowed. I don't, I don't, I don't see, see them on my timeline, because yeah. they flood my timeline with bullshit that I don't want to see. Right. Like, it's, you're either fucking you just, you annoying. You care. Like, like, and even half the time... Nobody cares what you have to say most of the half time. Half the time, it ain't even their music. Right. Like, it's their personality that right. makes me not like them in the first place. Right. That I'm and not if I don't listen- like you as a person, I'm not going to listen to your music. Exactly. Right. And I realize, like, you know, we probably listen to some people that we don't actually personally know that, right. like, are fucking scumbags. Probably. But... Probably. Like, like Kanye West is a douchebag. I like some of his albums. Like, I... It's... <laughs> but it's... And it's not to say it's because I, right? Because I guess at the end of the day, MC's an MC, but there's a difference between. Well, there's levels to it. Like you, you get a certain level, you have a certain amount of clout, right? You know, you. It's not you can say whatever you want, but you're. You're in more of a position to say, like, whatever you, you want. I mean, when you get to a certain level. Like people, you, can, you can say whatever you want. Yeah, people level. are gonna, either gonna love you. Or hate like you look at look at Takashi six nine. Like he's he loves getting people worked up. Yeah, and he's big enough now that like he can just be like, yo, I got six songs on Billboard. Like fuck all you haters, and it'll get all these people so worked up. And it's like he knows what he's doing. Yeah, <laughs> but like I don't know. It's just like it's a it's a wrong sense of accomplishment, a false sense of accomplishment. False sense of, um, yeah. It's a false sense of skill, at the end of the day too. Because some people, 
it's it's delusion is what like these guys well, yeah. are delusional. Yeah, that's... like they think they think. I don't know where they get the idea that they're they're somebody or that they're talented, but it's like all of a sudden. They get a couple video. They get maybe one video with a thousand views, and they think they can shit on every rapper. Like, you know, it's like, <laughs> like don't get me wrong. Like, I'm not saying like we're not sitting here saying me and you aren't sitting here saying like we're we're up here and everyone else is down here. I'm. But saying, we don't act like that though. That's no, the thing. exactly. Like I, that's what I was getting at. Yeah. Like, as an artist, I'm, I'm humble. Yeah, I might, I might throw it in your face that. Uh, you know, I Chino XLs on half my Instagram posts, like when I'm posting music, like liking them right away. That's something worth talking about, though. But like, but like, if you have actual things like that, like I did a cipher with Chino XL, and you can show the link, like where you're with Chino XL, like that's something to brag about. Yeah, that's something to brag about. But to just say, like, generalize and say, oh, like me and me and my team are like running the city right now, and it's like. Dude, you have like a hundred views on YouTube. Like, stop. Like, who are you? <laughs> yeah, and like, and you know, I've I've met countless artists from being with Grind Mode for a while, and from being just around. Yeah. Um. And like, don't get me wrong. There's a lot of artists that I do respect in Grind Mode. Uh, I won't. I won't. There's a good amount of artists that I. Respect and grind mode. They know yeah. who they are. Yeah, I, I tell them. Um, but there's and I was kind of hint, hinting at it a bit last week, where I was saying, you know, it's a business. You got to use that platform as, uh, like a promotional piece. Yeah. You're not supposed to build your your career off it. And you know, I did kind of fall into that a little bit. Um. But I had also had other shit already that I had put out years ago. And right. I have shit that I put out, like, a couple years ago. Right. So, regardless. Um, but there's a lot of people in there that only have grind mode cipher videos. That's not good. And <laughs> they say, like, they're like they're on top of the fucking food chain. Right. And, like... That's the shit that pisses me off. Like, sure. Like, it's, like, someone who brags, but they don't have any reason to be bragging. Like, if you see, like... Like, Passionate MC kind of built his name off a of contest and ciphers. He can still make some songs. Yeah. Um, but... He, like... If you're not on, like, that type of level... Yeah. Then being a cipher rapper, you're not... Like, you gotta be able to... Have delivery, have cadence, have bars, have, be able to do it live, yeah. be able to, um, you know, while out for forty-five seconds, like give give you the most intense verse, like fit, like it fit, make it seem like it's a thirty-two bar verse and a sixteen right. or something, you know, and like I don't know, like I'm, there's just too many generic, it's, it's, yeah, there's just too many generic. People that kind of sound the same, or either right. talk about the same shit, or talk about life they're not living. Another thing like is, people who have not great songs, but their videos are well produced, and they think that they're a big deal because they have like these top-notch, well-produced videos. Yeah. But like, if the song isn't good, I don't want to watch your fucking video. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You might have the illest video in the world. Right. I mean, 
even people like people all over the world do that, and it's like yeah. that, just because you have it, money, don't it's mean, just because you have money and you can pay for a good director and everything. Like, don't make it good. It doesn't mean you're talented at all. No. Uh, we should get to some music. Though. We should. We should. I'm eating up a lot of time <laughs> yeah. on my status here. It's all good. I had to clarify gotta, some things, though. I got a Celtics game is getting to the end. They're kicking ass right now, so I need you to punch in your thing. Yep, I got you, Mister No Premium. <laughs> Mister No Premium. All right, log in. What do you got for us? Uh, so uh, I just uh, I actually just mentioned Hush. Yep. Um, he dropped the video Friday the thirteenth. Demons. Demons. Uh, so good, I'm gonna pull good that day up. to drop it. Um, I'm gonna pull it up. It's on Spotify. So I can pull it up on there too. Um, once I sign in here, is this thing on? Now it is. Nice. So yeah, Hush Hush uh, released this video for Demons, and um, it's a different style from Hush. Um, well, I mean, he's been going on like a different wave. Yeah. Um, you know, experimenting. Um, some auto-tune. Yeah, some auto-tune, kind of a... Wavy. Little, yeah, I was going to say a little bit more of a wavy, kind of vibey track. Yeah. Um, Maroney plays the priest in the video. Um, videos, I mean, Hush is a beast with the with the videos. It was oh, yeah. Shot by um, Hush, Sando... Uh, Sean Smoke, a couple other people too. Um, so it's um, you know very good video, good song. Uh, let's let's find this. Hush, yeah. Hush Hadden. Hush Hadden. Yep, from, available on Spotify right from Quincy? now. Quincy, originally from Quincy. Originally from Quincy. Living in Weymouth. Yep. So uh, here is uh, South Shore. Yep. Fast forward this a little bit. Follow him on Spotify. He's got. He's verified on. Or he's on Pandora. I don't know if he's verified on Pandora. I he's think verified he on Facebook. I know that. Yep. Verif- we got the blue check. Got the blue check mark. Um. Kids but yeah, puts in a lot of work. 
in a lot of different ways. Yeah, I mean, he's a graphic designer, audio engineer, yeah. MC. His videos are top-notch. Yep, video producer, you know? Um, Does it all. Director, video director. Does it all. Yeah. The head man at no muzzle. Yep. The, the chief. The chief. Um, shout out to Hush. Um, Hush you know, known him for a while. Um, yep. And uh, the de- uh, the demons video, it's um, it's a little like schizo bit, you know. Yeah. It's um, what are the, what the hell are they? Oh, they do those. They put those epileptic. Epileptic. Epi- yeah. Epilepsy. Epilepsy. <laughs> yeah. Epileptic. Don't watch the video if you have epilepsy. Yeah, basically. basically. That's yeah. what we're saying. <laughs> I don't want you season out to the new hush. <laughs> you know, we got um, we, we got, got some millies. Well, you got more? You got more? No, no, no. Oh, I was okay. gonna. I was just gonna say we got some millies. <laughs> we got yeah. We got some millies. As we mentioned uh, a couple weeks ago, he has a new project dropping in ten days, actually called Blanco. Blanco. Um, this is the second song. We played the first one a couple weeks ago called No Time For You. This is the second track off that album. Mixtape. It's called the mixtape before the album. Yep. So this one's called Stay Down from Millie's out of Cambridge. Drown my insecurities in Henny bottles. Broke as fuck, I be on IG like I hit the lotto. Take a picture, post it up, and give me plenty follows. My girls to pose naked online, but never model. Half the grotto aspirations, I built up a fascination. With a superficial world that got my past chick hating. I've been drinking every day, that's no exaggeration. My mother called my closest friend and said, You gotta pace him. Feeling like I'm stuck, this shit is aggravating. Trying to change your situation, take a lot of patience. Probably why the psych world got a lot of patience. Why these drug pharmacies got a lot of patrons. My homie cooking up without an apron. About to open up a show, I'm in the venue pacing. Back and forth, the sound check while he testing basin. Waiting on to come back before he hit the pavement. I fell out with my father over songs wrote. Sometimes I praise him, but I think he caught the wrong quotes. Gave the world my life story in that cliff notes. Hope we make up, but I guess it's what it is though. My whole family lack communication. I value friendships more than blood relations. Ninety percent of the time, it'd be hard to talk to God with so much sin on my mind. Thinking real estate, I need some floor plans. A luxury apartment with the doorman. If I dye my hair pink, I get more fans. Popularity's winning, but that ain't me, fam. That ain't me, fam. Billy's boss. Yeah, he is. Billy's a beast. I mean that was some real shit right there. Yeah. He's he's uh he's versatile. Like he can have like a fun turn up song or he can get serious. Hell yeah. I was uh, I was I was thinking not during the song, but yeah. I was thinking right before when we first said Millie's a couple of weeks ago, he tweeted out that he was doing an album. Yeah. With someone with some MC. Yeah. He said a legend. Yeah. I was thinking Jada Kiss. I was thinking Jada Kiss until when I first got here, he played some Styles P. Yeah. Some sort of Styles P. Did I? I thought it was Styles P. I think it was Mickey Fax, honestly. Oh, all right. Well. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It just popped into my head. Yeah. I know, I know, I think, I was thinking Jada Kiss at first, when I first heard it, because obviously they're boys. Yeah. 
think it might be Styles P. Does he? I mean, obviously, JD Kiss and Styles P are close, but does he know Millie's? Are they like? I mean, they must know each they other. They must sure. know each like, other. Like he's been through, in the D block through JD Kiss, yeah. So, um, I don't know. I just feel like that would be like it would be a good clash. You know, him and Diddy would be a good clash too. Oh yeah, for sure. I know that, but I'm saying like. I mean, if style if if it's him and Styles P, Jade is going to be on the album. Yeah, obviously. absolutely, absolutely. They've already done a couple songs together. Yeah, gone to a Celtics game together. Yeah, rocked a bunch <laughs> of shows together. Jada Kiss posted a picture when they were at the Celtics game. He said, "With my favorite white boy." <laughs> <laughs> um, what you got? I got another song by Millie's. This one's not off the upcoming project. It's just a remix. Hate to say remix. I don't know who the original's even by. But it doesn't matter. <laughs> this one's by Millie's. This one's by Millie's. He put out a video for this, too. I. Look, how you expect me to give when you never gave me nothing? Never made a dollar with me, only made assumptions. I didn't get it from snoozing, I had to make it hustling. Cocaine on my record, it'd be hard to make it through the customs. Flights to Columbia to relieve stress. P.O. on my back trying to violate for a P-test. I'm overseas blessed, villa to the beach next. My brody told me making more money, that means you sleep less. Social media press rappers are die for clout. But word is you this Blanco, homie sliding out. You typing on the gram, but they outside your house. Shots fired out. I probably took it too far, but I've been known to overdo it. Next time I fall back, cause dudes don't be with their music. And they'll always be haters, that's the way it is. Hating bitches, marry hating dudes, and have hater kids. And that's a Kanye bar. My repertoire is Virgil to blow clothes with hoes. And usually they guys who go pro. I hit her on the camera, different angles on the GoPro. West side to NY, that's no ho to Soho. I stopped scrolling through the comments only when I'm bored. Fell in love with a lifestyle that I couldn't afford. I probably spent my rent on all these Gucci kicks. Superficial women kissing on my crucifix. Tatted on my skin, I can't hear the wind. Wildin' like my pops on the lead of a gin. Piling up this guap and stacking my wins. Blanco about to drop, I'm at it again. It's bad life. Uh, so that was a little promo for Blanco. Hope y'all ready for the summer. Some more bars from Millie. Shit ain't gonna stop no time soon. Uh, the hottest in New England right now. He's been at it for years and years, and last couple years he's blowing up. Hell yeah. So, shout out to Millie's. Yeah, that's uh, two dope songs from Millie's. Hell yeah. Um, you got two more? We got two more. All right, we got... We got, uh... We, we, we closing in on two hours here. We got to be... We're, all right, we gotta, we're up against it. We, yeah, we got to be quick. <laughs> Luckily, one of them's quick. It's not even really a song. It's just a little, uh... Well, we'll get to it later, but it's only a minute. But this is Shane Rise. Shane Rise is from Maine. He has... I'm not playing you a new song. I'm playing you a song from his last album because he has a new album coming out May 11th with Goddamn Chan, who is a producer from Maine. They're doing a collaboration album. They on the P-Dank? They're on P-Dank. I know Shane Rises. I'm not. I'm not sure about Goddamn Chan, but I know he's produced a lot for Spos and you know, other people. In uh, you know Sarah Violet, who we've covered. Yep. Who also Sarah Violet and Shane Rise have an album together that came out a couple years ago. Awesome. Yep. So this is off of his last album, which came out in twenty end of twenty sixteen. This one's called uh, Red Stripe in the AM. Hooray beer. <laughs> Red strike in the morning type of shit.
I just gotta stay busy. I see the devil working, know the pay shitty. The light rays flicker deeper, the caves in me. He waves to me and hey, I'm cold hearted, maybe he could heat the grave for me. I'm never working, it's not something you could say to me. I've been going so much, it's like they went and rearranged the city. Been in my bubble, but it's troubling too. Cause all of the work I'm doing on the W2. It's like a hoodie over the T, the way I cover the crew. But every other ship they calling out, that's how they covering you. That's how they covering me. And look, I don't normally drink, but get a double for me. Cause I've been so on top of shit, I'm never under the sheets. Why is trying to get a piece of you always puzzling me? It should be easy, no. Sometimes it's tough, this way it's easy, bro. I gotta eat and I'm only full if you feed me, though. I'm writing you, but can't enlighten unless you read it, though. It's like I paid for the tickets, but didn't get to see the show. But it's in my dark times. That I delete the archives and still pump the blood through my body when my heart dies. I heard the apology, it's a wonderful speech. I'd rather breathe, I'd rather watch the sunset on a stream and pretend you're the same version of you I left in my dream. Cause away, where I land with you is where you coming with me. I know it's never been like that, but where's the comfort for me? When trying to reach out to you, it's like hugging the breeze and I can meet you halfway. But let me out the past, babe, cause I swam through the lagoons and dove off the cascades. I double time to you. I fell in love a couple times with you. Through all of them trouble times with you This was just another drive I tried to show some signs to you But I fell under the radar Somebody asked me how I knew you I said Somebody asked me how I knew you I said I like it warm but it's best cold You should see it shine through the threshold Sometimes the best stories never get told And nothing beats that feeling when you finally get home But there's exceptions Like when you step in And realize that there's nothing left where you left it It's just a bunch of walls with the standard dimensions And a half a wine bottle and a glass that needs rinsing The 2020 vision but up close it looks different Because at an arm's reach two arms could be distant By any So that's Shane Rise Five. Was. I five. never heard him before. Yeah. That was fire. Five. The, um, what's her name? Sarah Violet's also on that song. She has a fire verse at the end. Hell yeah. So, Maine's finest, Shane Rise. May 11th. With, uh, yeah, Goddamn Chan. New album coming out May 11th. So that's a little preview of what he's capable of. So, if you like it, check out his new album when it comes out. Hell yeah. And Couple weeks. We got, uh, finally, we got Latrell James, who we... Covered two weeks ago? Yeah, we covered him a couple weeks ago when he dropped this song, Okay. Um, had kind of a Kendrick vibe to it. Yep. And then now, he has... I mentioned before we showed that song that he uh, was featured on the Cheerios commercial. Yeah. Like his song, he, had the, he did the song for the Cheerios commercial last year. So he's also, for the Celtics' new playoff commercial, he produced the song, the instrumental for that. Hell yeah. And it's just... Uh, He's been posting on his Facebook page. It's about 10 seconds long. All it is is an instrumental. But the cool thing is he said he sampled his nephew's voice in it, which, like, you can kind of tell there's, like, a little kid's voice in the background. Really? So pay close attention to that, but this is it. See us ride, baby. Us right. I mean, that's pretty cool to be featured on a Celtics commercial. Hell yeah. And the fact that he sampled his, a kid's voice and just like put it into the beat. Yeah. So that's, that's talent right there. Hell yeah.
So, so. shout out to Latrell James. Speaking Celtics, we speaking got of the Celtics. We should up, uh, up ten, four, four thirteen left in the game. We went, we went along here. We did, we did. <laughs> went the whole freaking game. We oh, didn't even man. take halftime. No, we didn't. <laughs> we worked all through halftime. Yep, just for you. Yep, just like Grandy and Max. Yep. But uh, we appreciate you guys as always. Look forward to hitting you with something new next week. And uh, I got a video coming out in a couple weeks with Uh-oh. smoke screen. Uh oh. Uh, smoke screen visuals. Uh oh. Um, for that track we played a couple weeks ago, respect. Um, you know, shout out to the people that you know. I, I've told you I respect. Yes. I respect. I respect a lot of people in life. And was, shout out to you if you're listening to this. Hell yeah. Especially after all this. <laughs> Time, an hour and 45 minutes in. Hell yeah, we appreciate you. <laughs> Even if you broke up the segments, you know, you broke up and you listen to one, because yeah. one's an hour long, and then you listen to this one. Look, 40... if you, yeah, if you listen to, you know, half hour and you say, I got other shit to do, I can't listen to the rest of this, I understand. Save it for later. Save it for later. Just like, you know, when you put something up in your mustache, you save it for later. <laughs> exactly, I know all about that. Yeah, you do. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we, we'll, we'll talk to you next week. Let's go seize MBs. And, and socks, baby. We're out.